This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. All right, this is Coach Goins and Coach Quick. We are bringing you our Easter show. So happy Resurrection Sunday. We just want to thank and we can honor and we honor uh, today's show and we give it all honor and glory to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So uh, we just tossing it up. So with that, Coach Quick, we got a lot of stuff popping. So go ahead and tell everybody what we got working this week. Man, Coach G, you want to know what? I'm so excited this weekend, man, about this show. We're talking NBA playoffs. We're talking transfer portal. We're talking kids declaring for the draft, kids returning to school. And also, man, we're going to touch on some real-life issues today on this show. So after this short break, we're going to come right back. And we're talking all things sports and real-life issues. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. So you know what, Coach Quick has already set the table up. We, you know what, people think it's a, you know, it's down because basketball season's over with. But you know what, we all need a break. But what, you know what, Coach Quick, what a heck, what a heck of a basketball season, man! It was just like, you know, when you look back and you start off at uh, October fifteenth and ready to rock and roll, and now you mean just a culmination of everything. It just, uh, just, you know, my bracket was good on the women's side with South Carolina. We came up a little short for these Carolina fans. But what a heck of a season. What do you think? Man, great, great season. I wish we could start it right back over. Again, you know, I'm, I'm all things college hoops, especially with them Tar Heels. We came up on the short end of the stick. But, man, what a great, great season. Hats off to the national champion, the Kansas Jayhawks. They've been special all year. And, you know, it was fitting for them to win it, Coach G, because in 2020 when there were there was a pause on the tournament, Kansas had the best team. They didn't get a chance to get there and, and, and win the championship that year. So they two, come back two years later, they're the national champions. So hats off to the Hall of Famer, Bill Self, and the Kansas Jayhawks. Let's get ready to rock and roll, do it all over again in, in September and October. Well, you know what? That's just a testimony to you for you to be the, you know, saying what you're saying, especially you being the Carolina guy that you are. But you know what? Just, you know, that, that just speaks volumes uh, to you and let, and let everybody know that. You know, bottom line, you are a true fair witness of the game of basketball. So, yes, hats off to uh, and congratulations to Coach Bill Self as well as the North Carolina Tar Heels and first-year coach Hubert Davis. Just tremendous, tremendous. Now, with that, I know you got some inside stuff that may be brewing in Chapel Hill and some announcements, and I know you were happy to hear all this stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to you, and then uh, let's get in uh, what you know about who's coming back to the Hill. Yes, sir. First and foremost, I like to say wish Anthony Harris and Dawson Garcia the best of luck on their future endeavors as they both have entered the transfer portal. Um, they were key parts to our team at times during the year, but they had some difficulties, um, and now they've decided to enter their name in the transfer portal, so i like to congratulate them um, on a, on helping us be have a successful team this year, and they're moving forward in their future endeavors. Hats off to Ant Harris, Dawson Garcia. I wish you the best. Now, 
now that the Tar Heels have gotten some news this week where we've got two of our um, lead guys coming back, our leaders, our senior leadership, Leaky Black, announced on yesterday that he's coming back for a fifth year. He's um, he's going to utilize his COVID year that was granted to students um, with an extra year during the COVID season. So he's returning for his fifth year at North Carolina. And the big guy in the middle, Armando Baycott, is coming back to lead the Tar Heels to hopefully a, a national championship. As he said, nothing is guaranteed, but let's put the band back together and let's try to bring this thing home. Now we're waiting on decisions from Caleb Love and R.J. Davis, but we're pretty sure R.J. is coming back. We're just pretty much waiting on Caleb Love now. So if we can get all those things back together, bring in the freshmen, we should be all right in Chapel Thrill. Well, you know what? That's a good call-out. So, you know, we and we had Caleb Love uh, father on uh, during the season. So uh, here's my dime, Coach. Everybody needs, yes, everybody needs to come back. I agree. And, and and here's my call out to these guys. Are you ready to guard Trey Young? And if you ain't ready to guard Trey Young, your address needs to be Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Now, absolutely. of course, people go, well, I'm ready. Okay, but that's who they're going to be guarding. Yeah, absolutely. So when you watch that performance last night and you sit down and dissect that game, that game, is a, is, it is at a different level. And we're going to talk about that when we get into the NBA perspective. Yeah, but you know what? Hats off to Leaky. Hats off back to Baycock. And hopefully, you know, Baycock's in the gym uh, doing all season, working on this stretch game, you know, be able to knock that shot down from the perimeter. Uh, because as you watch the games last night, that's what the NBA is doing. You cannot yeah. just score from inside. Uh, and the one thing I think Baycock needs to do is I, I when I tell my guys you need to eat some hot sauce sandwiches, Around the basket, he needs to be able this year. He's got to go up and just start flushing it on people. Don't don't dunk. Just don't only dunk when you're open, but you got to smash it on people. Absolutely. Because the next level, that's going to be what's popping. So you're exactly right. There's a lot of moving pieces. I heard some people or heard some rumblings that you know a couple guys out of Purdue may be dipping. But the bottom line to it is, people gonna come and go. Uh, and here's my take on that, Coach. I think after this year. The NCAA really needs to dial that back down. Uh, and if you do trans- transfer, how about sitting out a year like it used to be? I understand the COVID, uh, but because when I go in and I'm on a team and the coach is not playing me, then I want to transfer uh, because I think I need to be playing more. Um, so, and I've seen that happen, and I'm not going to call any schools' names out, but I've seen guys on squads – uh, and want to leave for whatever reason, uh, and I guess it's their right to do so. But my thing is, once we're away from the COVID, I think really needs to happen is if you're willing to transfer, you can transfer, but you got to sit out. I mean, because if not, uh, I don't think, you know, w- when will it ever stop? Uh, and I get it, uh, but you've got to be able to do your research and understand that if I sign for, uh, I'm going to call it uh, uh, Chuck U. I'm going to steal a little bit from uh, Charles Barkley's commercial. If I signed with Chuck U and I went and I did all what I was supposed to do, they recruited me, offered me a scholarship, and now after one year I want to bail out because I didn't play that much. Well, what what were you told when you got there? What When you get there, everybody is at a Division I level. 
Hopefully everybody can play major division one ball. But when you get there, somebody that may be at mid-major may not be ready. You know what? Let me. I'm going to sum it up like this. You think about what the guy, what the coach was saying from St. Mary's when he says, my guys think they can play at Kentucky. That's huge. When you think that you can play at Kentucky. Same thing with those guys and a couple of those guys from St. Mary's is transferring and congratulations uh, to that coach. I think he's going to Seton Hall. But, you know, think about that, Coach. And what's your comment? What's your reflection on that when guys think they can play at a higher level? Well, you know, to me, you got to have that confidence. You you got to feel that you're the best kid in the gym, regardless of, of what you see or what you don't see. You got to feel like and have that passion that you can play at the next level. But in in, in, in real life, I mean, it's like this right here. Everybody can't be D1 players. Trust and believe the process because if you can play, they're going to find you. They're definitely going to find you if you can play. And, you know, just to touch on this transfer portal thing, um, you know, I'm kind of iffy. I'm 50-50 about it. The one thing, they they do got to get a handle on it. And, yeah, if, 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 you're, if you want to transfer, fine. But you, you have to sit out a year. Because there's so much that's going on with that. But then I look at it from a coach's perspective. Okay, if a, if a better opportunity comes along for a coach, coach is going to leave and take that job. These kids are trying to have that same flexibility. I get it. I, especially like during football. You got coaches dipping on their teams before a bowl game to take a better job. I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of that. I think the kids should be able to do what they want to do. But at at this rate of transfers, you know, just because you're unhappy, you made a commitment to that school. That school made a commitment to you when they recruited you. I think, hey, you guys got to come together and come to an agreement on something. I, I get it. You're, you're unhappy. But if you can play, you're going to be fine. If you can play, that coach is going to put you in the lineup. And then I would like to say, too, with kids declaring, okay, now you have an opportunity to actually earn money off your name, image, and likeness. So you might not see as many kids declare nowadays for the draft, especially if you can make more NIL money in in college than you would as a second-round pick in the NBA. I know I touched on a lot there, Coach G, but Go ahead and elaborate on. No, I, I, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm. Uh, I'm in. We, we. I think we're on the same ship. I think we may be on different decks, but we're on the same ship. And, yes, sir. And, and what I mean, and you know, and and I'll say this, is you're exactly right. You know, when I if if I come in your living room and I'm recruiting you, you I, I'm trying to I'm trying to sell you everything I got in my bag. Yes, sir. And then when you get on campus. And you might have been at Union Pines. You might have been dropping 50 a game. But you might have only played one kid in your conference that might not have been as good as you are. But then when you get in school, everybody is great. And I think a lot of times what happens, or this is what I've been watching, is some kids are, are transferring, back, dropping down to mid-majors. And I think that's the right thing to do. Because yes, when sir. you try to go, I'm, if I'm not playing at Carolina, how in the heck I'm going to get in the car and drive eight miles to, D- to Durham, go in there and knock on the door and go, I'm transferring to Durham. Are you mad? Yeah, right. Right? That's what I'm saying. 
And that's the only thing is if I'm leaving if I'm leaving Carolina, where the heck am I going? Did yeah, they, absolutely. Right? It's just say, okay, I'm at the pinnacle. I'm there. I'm in the and then here's the thing that just blew me out of the water. You're in the cockeyed final four. You played for the national championship. Where the heck you going? Absolutely. So now when I get over there and I'm playing for XYUU and we don't even make it out of our conference tournament, don't don't come don't come calling me back. So, you know, I I think we're on the right path. I think like I said, we're on the same ship. We may be on different decks, but that's what I'm looking at is when you when you're at a a blue blood and you want to transfer and you go, you know what? God bless you. You know, that's all I can say, man, because in that process, we all, you know, and think about it on our jobs, right? And 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 I think that's what happens is when we go to, like, you go to work Monday. I go to work Monday. I walk uh-huh. in. I don't like what's going on. I can't walk up and go, yeah, I want to transfer companies. Right. Right? And then when, when you're teaching kids AAU and I'm out and I'm playing for Coach Quick and Coach Quick ain't running the offense I want to run, so I'm going to go over here and play for Coach Goins. And then Coach Goins ain't running, and I'm going to go over here and play for Coach Jones. And now all of a sudden, you get somebody growing up that always, when they face adversity, things aren't going well, they're going to be just popping, popping, popping. They better stay in the And then plus, you get in the NBA, I guess you can pull a Ben Simmons. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to, again, I'm not trying to bash anybody. But one thing I'm doing is just looking at full circle when or how can you can how can it how can it continue the way it's rolling that way. But listen, I want to thank you for your insight as it relates to the college hoops, keeping your ear to the grindstone and what's popping off in Chapel Hill. But that's you know, that's what we do on the show. We just try to make sure that we study, show ourselves approved, you know, talk uh talk reasonably. And it's not about Coach Goins and Coach Quick always agreeing because you know what? We don't have to because we're different individuals. We may look at things differently, but however, we're on, like I said, we're on the same ship, but we may be on a different deck. As we step away, we honored our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on this Easter with Jesus by the Shekinah Glory Ministry. For me. I'm so glad you shed your blood for me. All right, we're back in, and we just finished up our college basketball section. Now, we're going to roll into the NBA. Now, Coach Quick, i tell you what. It is Saturday morning. We're in the studio chopping it up, laying down our Easter show. But I got to tell people, uh, I was absolutely – man, I love watching Atlanta Hawks play, not just because of Ice Trey, and that's Trey Young, but I just, I just like their squad. And I told my wife when I was watching the game, and we talked about it before we came on the air, man, they, they – Oh, man, they, they they were just almost like just pacing themselves, pacing themselves. And I told my wife, they're not, Cleveland is not going to be able to shoot the ball the way they did the second half like they did the first half. So what's your take on them Hawks? Yeah, I, I, I love the Atlanta Hawks. First and foremost, they're well coached. Nate McMillan is absolutely one of the top 10 to 15 coaches in the league today. And I appreciate his body of work. Anywhere he's been, he's won, and he's gotten the team to the playoffs. Um, Trey Young is an absolute superstar in the league. I had my doubts about him because of his size, 
when he came out of Oklahoma, but man, was I wrong. That kid can flat out shoot the ball. He has a heart of a lion. And and you know the Atlanta Hawks can actually get better as the playoffs go along. I mean, because okay, yeah, they lost Capella last night due to a hyperextended knee. Hopefully he can get back soon. John Collins is on the sideline. And then, hey, one of the best scorers in the league that comes off the bench in Lou Williams, he's on the sidelines. If Atlanta could get those guys back for this series with Miami, we got a chance to see one heck of a series in the first round. And if Atlanta get their parts, who when you got a guy like Trey Young, anything can happen in that series. We may see another eight over a one. Just like we've seen the Nuggets win over the Sonics back in the day. Oh, wow. So let, let's get ready and roll. We, I mean, they, the playoffs are cranking up. That's what it's about. I live for the playoffs. Let's let's get it going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So with that, we're going to run down through. Uh, Coach Quick has got the schedule uh, for today's games. Uh, so if you don't mind, Coach, run those, run those down. Yes, sir. Um, first game tipping off today um, at 1 o'clock, you got the Utah Jazz against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, second game of the day, the Timberwolves against the Memphis Grizzlies at 3.30. That's must-see TV there. Um, that At 6 o'clock, you got the Toronto Raptors against the Philadelphia 76ers and the league MVP, in my opinion, and Joel Embiid. And then... Um, also today, you got the Golden State Warriors against the Denver Nuggets, rounding out today's lineup of games. What a what a Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get ready for some NBA playoff action. And Coach G, I know we're gonna touch on each game for the day. Yeah, you know when here's my here's my take. Let's all right. So the first game was go ahead and give give me the first game, and I'll give you my prediction on on that series. Uh, the Utah Jazz against the Dallas Mavericks. I'm taking the Mavericks, and I, and and again, I'm a little partial, just because of Daryl Armstrong that played at Fayetteville State. Uh, but in that, I'll take the Mavs uh, once uh, Luca gets back, because I know he will not go today, uh, just due to his leg injury. Yeah, and that and that's the thing that's going to be key. How effective can Luca be in this series? But I, I don't trust the Utah Jazz. I trust Jason Kidd. I, I do trust Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz. But will the rest of the band show up to play? I mean, when you got your lead, lead conductor, is the rest of the band going to show up to play? That's it. So, you know, I, I feel like even without a healthy Luka in this series, Dallas went out and got made a key trade at the trade deadline and brought in Spencer Dinwiddie, ladies and gentlemen. Spencer Dinwiddie can lead a team and he can score the basketball. And up under the leadership of Jason Kidd, I feel like they still win this series over the Utah Jazz. We rolling with the Mavs. Yes, sir. All right, next game. The Minnesota Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, wow. You know what? Carl Anthony Towns is having a great year. But I'm gonna have to go with them. I'm gonna have to go with that exciting squad, man, up out of Memphis. That the uh, that John Morant's man. You know what? Uh, you, uh, that, like you said, that's uh, uh, that's real time TV. Absolutely. This series is gonna be must see TV. We got Pat Bev and his antics. He's gonna try to get in John Morant's head. But the thing that I've watched, John Morant, he's cool, calm, and collected. And if this is his first. Big, big-time experience in the playoffs. And I fully think that, that Memphis Grizzlies team, they're ready to go. So let's get ready. 
lace them sneakers up tight because this must see TV at 3.30 today. So you rolling with the Grizz? I'm going with the Grizz. All right, sounds like we're heading to Memphis. All right, what's next? We got the um, Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. And you know me, I've already said it. I feel like my league MVP is Joel Embiid. You know what? So we're going to roll with the Sixers, but here's my ultimate prediction. As long as you've got one of these one of these guys on your squad, you're not going to win. And the guy I'm talking about is in Philadelphia right now, James Harden and other guys with the Lakers, and they're not in the playoffs. So I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> you got to touch on which guy you talking about, brother. Like James, uh, all right, so well, Russell Westbrook and, oh, yeah. and, and James Harden. <laughs> You're not going to win with them, Coach. That's just me, man. I, I, Coach Goins, you won't get uh, one gripe of a word from me. I agree with you 110%. You just will not win with them guys on your roster, man. They just it, – it, you just won't. And then somebody says, oh, they, well, un, until they until they get their hardware, then I'll change what I'm bringing you. But until they change, until they bring the hardware, I'm going to stick where I've always stuck. You will not win with James Harden or what Russell Westbrook. I agree. All right, next game. The Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. All right, so your boy Curry is supposed to be back. Draymond Green swearing out he's the all-time best NBA, best defender in NBA history. I'll just throw one name out, Dennis Rodman. I'm not even going. I'm not even going even even entertain any more of his um, comments. Talking about he's the best defender. Um, I tell you what, the Nuggets ain't no pushover. You did right. You did say Denver. The Denver Nuggets, yes, yeah. sir. And 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 that's uh, and, but I want to see because again, I want the I want the good teams to advance in this first round. So I will go with Golden State, but I am not a Draymond Green fan by any means, because when those when Curry and them, he can't carry a team. If he thinks he can, he he needs to retire right now because he he's not he he he's a he is an important piece to that team, but he can't carry the team. Absolutely. So therefore, he's always if so here here I'll put it this way, coach. So if he was taking luggage to the bus, he would be the one carrying the suitcases. Yes, sir. Because right, he has to carry the luggage because he can't carry the team. And I leave Absolutely. and I leave that alone. Uh, hey, I, I completely agree with you. I feel he's the heart of that team. Um, you know, he's the heartbeat, but he can't he can't lead them. No. If Clay, that team go as far as Steph Curry and Clay Thompson take them. Amen. If Steph is, if Steph is not completely healthy in this series, and, and to me, even if he is healthy, I'm going with the Denver Nuggets to win this series because of one guy, and that's the current MVP, Nikola Jokic. I mean, the, the, that guy, he can't jump high as me, you know, and, but he – I mean, you look at his stat line, he got darn near triple-double every night. He won the MVP for a reason. He's in the he's in the running for the MVP this year. I'm going with the Denver Nuggets, especially if they can get Murray back. Um, I, I feel like they got a real chance, but I, I'm, I'm going with them to win the series. All right, so we got a split now. All right, next game? The, tomorrow's game. Tomorrow's um, game. Yes, sir, I'm sorry. 
No, you're good. We got the first game of the day tomorrow, the Miami Heat against Ice Trey and Atlanta Hawks at 1 o'clock. Well, let me tell you something, folks. I remember back early, I might have been June or July, right after Coach Quick told me, he said, you better watch the Miami Heat. Hey, yes, sir. And he's, you know what, so he, he's dialed in. But you know what? I love them Hawks, man. I think, to me, that's going to that's gonna be a dynamite series. So I am definitely going to be tuning in. And I know they're on the road uh, coming off of that game. So I'm going to definitely, again, I'm not going to break down game by game. But I will give game one the edge to Miami just because of uh, them coming off of a road win, meaning uh, the Hawks, but don't count them out. Uh, because like Coach Quick said, if they get some key pieces that sideline right now, it will be one heck of a series. Yeah, absolutely, and um, I'm 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 gonna take the Heat in six in this series. Um, I, but I do feel like if Atlanta can get their pieces back with um with Lou Williams and uh, get um Capella healthy, as well as the big kid John Collins, the power board, if he can get back in the series, this thing could turn into a seven game series. But I'm gonna take Miami in six. I hear you. Yes, sir. In the next game, um, at 3.30 tomorrow, we got the Boston Celtics against the Brooklyn Nets. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I, if I can steal a quote from T.O., get your popcorn ready because it's going to be a show. Ladies and gentlemen, this may, may turn out to be the best series of the entire playoffs. When you got superstars Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Man, let's get ready to rock and roll. And you know what? I can't, man. I'm yeah. I'm put it this way: the world's not flat. The world is round. <laughs> That's right. So I'm gonna have to go with the boys from Bean Town. And I try to make a little rhyme now, but I'm I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the. I'm not. I'm not a Kevin Durant fan. I never have. I never will be. I respect this game, but I just, I just, I just, I just don't like his style. Uh, that's yes, just, that's just me personally. Um, I don't like how he did when he was with Golden State. I, again, I'm not getting into that, but I just, you know, I respect his game, but I'm just not a big fan of him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you're rolling with the Celtics in that in Yes, that sir. Series. Yes, sir. Come on, Boston. All right. I, I tell you what, as much as I want to go against the, these Brooklyn Nets, I, I, I'm going with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. You got two young head coaches in, in the league and uh, I mean Yudoka and Steve Nash. But at the end of the day, I mean, Boston has a superstar in Jason Tatum. Brooklyn has two. Jalen Brown is a star, but he's not a superstar yet. But Brooklyn has two superstars, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. I'm going with Brooklyn to upset the Celtics in this series. All right, man. I ain't got no All right. I'm good with that. Yes, uh, yes sir. But I, you know Next what? The, but hold on. I, I got one guy on that team that I really respect. And he came out of San Antonio. And that's Patty Mills. Absolutely. Patty, he's he's a solid guy, man. But I'll 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 I'll, I'll let you have your yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll we'll see. So we'll stay close to that one, folks. So you heard it. Coach Quick's rolling with the boys from Brooklyn. I got the boys from Beantown. We'll see. Yes, sir. All right, next game, tomorrow at 6.30, we got the defending world champions, the Milwaukee Bucks, against the up-and-coming Chicago Bulls. Well, you know what? Giannis, Milton, um, 
Holiday. Holiday. Lopez. Uh, you know, Chicago's exciting, but I don't think they don't have an answer. It, 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 Chicago's problem is going to be matchups. So yes, as, as it relates to matchup, I got to give the edge to, uh, I got to give them to Milwaukee. Absolutely. I, and I read a quote this week where Tristan Thompson, he challenged um, Vucevic to be the best big in the series. You know, that's, that's, that's a big call out because you got, Giannis with Giannis with Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis. That's a lot for Vucevic to have to deal with in the post. So, you know, I'm, I'm rolling with the world champs. And Chicago is going to be down without um, without um, Lonzo Ball, their starting point guard he's done for the year. So, you know, I'm rolling with those with those books. But DeRozan and those guys, they have a chance to make it interesting. But I tell you what, though. I think what's the guy's name? Uh, Porters. Bobby Porters, yes sir. Yeah, man, they, they, you mean that 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 th- those those are to me those are the the hardest working guys in the league. They may not they may not be that talented, but he gets in where he fits in. He doesn't yes, try to, he, he doesn't try to do too much. But I just like I like his body of work. I really do. He brings his hard hat every night, don't he, Coach? And, and, and his lunch pail. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, next game tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. We got the New Orleans Pelicans fresh off their uh, play-in tournament win over the L.A. Clippers last night going into the Valley, taking on the number one seeded and the best team in the the entire league, the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. So what's your take on that? So listen, the Pelicans ain't got enough suntan lotion to handle the heat in Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is talented. Booker, I mean, they, yeah, I, I'm rolling with Phoenix just because um, the Pelicans just, you know, they've had a good year. They're missing a few pieces, but I got to roll with them sons. Absolutely. I got Phoenix in four in this series, uh, and, and I don't even have to even go to any matchups. Phoenix in four. All right, so listen, that's 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 everything, and we ran down through the NBA playoffs. You noticed there were some teams that didn't make the playoffs. Probably the most embarrassing, and again, this is going to hurt LeBron's legacy, uh, is the Lakers. And that's, you know, it just they just need to go in there and put a couple sticks of dynamite uh, around it and just kind of implode the whole deal. And I know Mark Jackson may be in the, in the talks. We talked about that earlier. Uh, but, yeah, the Lakers need to shake it up, man. They really – they really do. Your, your comments, Coach. Absolutely. Um, and, man, you know, the, it starts with the front office. You got to clean that front office out. You got to get you got to get some stability in there and some guys who, who are sane-minded. And when, when Magic Johnson walked out on the Lakers, that should have told us that there was a problem there. Now you got Kurt Rambis, Rob Palenka, Kurt Rambis' wife, Jeannie Buss, those guys running things. Man, look, you got to get some basketball-minded people in there who know what they're doing first and foremost. You got to take back control of the organization because rest assured, Dr. Buss is rolling over in his grave right now with head-scratching moments about his Lakers. I mean, they had an atrocious season. They were like 17, 18 games under 500. And that's that's just not Los Angeles Lakers basketball. Arguably, the Lakers are the best organization in the NBA. Arguably, most people would say. But 
that can't happen. And ultimately, I'm a LeBron guy, but guess what? He's going to garner this. He's going to garner some of the grumblings from people. He's going to get the gripes from everyone, including me. I'm a LeBron guy, but you helped put this roster together. There was a trade in place, Buddy Heald, for Kyle Kuzma, and all your other other guys would have still been intact. Your defensive parts would have been there. You'd have got the shooting that you needed around AD and LeBron, and then that's another story within itself. If I if I'm running the front office of the Los Angeles Lakers, I'm taking phone calls on Anthony Davis as quickly as possible. If not Anthony Davis, you got to look at LeBron. They're your only. They're your only tradable parts. They're your only tradable parts. As and as disgruntled as that may sound, and as crazy as it may sound, you got to look at trading one of your best players in order to get to where you need to be. You got to make a sacrifice. You just won a championship in 2020. I realize the window is closing on LeBron at 37 years old. But you got to, if you're going to keep him in place, you got to put the parts around him that's going to fit, that's going to that's gonna make them better. I, for one, thought Russell Westbrook at the beginning of the year would help them. But then as I began to sit down and look at it, Russ and LeBron are darn near the same player, except Russ is just smaller, a smaller version. LeBron has turned the ball over a lot this year as well, just like Westbrook. But LeBron has been killing it. He's been your best player. But you got to roll kick the tires to see if you can get Anthony Davis moved. He cannot stay healthy. That's my take. All right. So here's my take. First of all, the, the NBA the NBA needs to be embarrassed by having Anthony Davis on the 75-year team. Absolutely. Just, just That's a travesty. Uh, he's not worthy to be on that team. Um, it, it is an embarrassment to the league. It's an embarrassment to everybody that ever played at a high level. Uh, the guy's a China doll. Uh, he has, I, I ne- I've never been a fan of Anthony Davis. Just, I just never have. Uh, he, he's, he's kind of a, put it this way. If he would have been back in the day, he would have been the guy who might not have been in that league. Uh, just, be, you know, they put up with that because, you know, he sits out, he doesn't play, yada, yada, yada. Years ago, he wouldn't have lasted. So I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, what Russell Westbrook, triple, triple double, I get it, but everybody's not looking at that fourth column. And the fourth column in the NBA is turnovers. And he's always led the league in turnovers, and I'll leave that alone. Okay, so listen, Coach Quick has done an excellent job, so we appreciate him with the NBA playoffs. You heard what we said, what we decided, and what we're going to do. So we're going to be tracking that. But we're going to step away, pay a few bills, and then we're going to come back. Uh, as we start to wrap up our Easter week show. So we'll see you then. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help with several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans. Finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goings and Coach Quick. Uh, was meant to be for you today. And again, as we 
we said in the beginning, we dedicate our show today to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, just because who he is to uh, Coach Quick and myself and all the other listeners that believe. So in that, Coach Quick, we're going to turn our attention to a uh, current event this week, uh, and it's another tragic killing uh, of a uh, young black male. Uh, and my thing is, uh, and here's my take, you shot him in the head off of a routine traffic stop. You didn't get a call to come across and say that he killed four people. He killed six people. Uh, he robbed three banks, ran over eight uh, people at the nursing home. It was a tr- routine traffic stop, and he shot him in the head. How, how does how, how does a routine traffic stop get out of hand, Coach? Uh, you know, I just I don't understand it. I get what these what everyone says. Well, if you just do what the officer tells you to do. Or whatnot, but come on, man, you gotta you gotta shoot shoot a guy in the head because he's being verbally aggressive or whatever, you know the case may be. Come on, nah, it's, it's too many too many innocent lives are being taken over a routine traffic stop. Really, I'm like you. Did he kill anybody? Did he run over anybody? Did he rob a bank? It's, it's just uncalled for. Right. I mean, and my thing is, you know, live another day. You know, you got the car, tow the car. If he wants to take off running, let him run. Run the, you know, run the tag. But the, I mean, and, and ultimately, here, here's the thing. You got two lives ruined. Number one, the guy that's dead, and then the officer. Absolutely. The officer's got to live what you shot the man in the head. You didn't pull your weapon out and say, well, I shot him in the leg. No, you, you you shot him in the head. First of all, you pulled a gun and you put it at his head. Yeah, you meant to kill him. You you, I mean, you shot him in the head. And I'm going like, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. So you know what? I don't want to get I don't want to get wound up on my soapbox uh, with that today. But uh, we had to address that. We had to come at it. Uh, and I've been there. I've been in law enforcement. I understand. Uh, but here's also. The thing is that officers got to understand, I'm going and I'm going to call it out. People don't do what you ask them to do. So get over it. So if you stop a vehicle and the guy going to start, my, why are you surprised? Why are you surprised when the guy doesn't, I mean, why are you, right? There's a reason why when people's stuff is not tight and when their license are expired, so you know the guy's not taking care of business. So when you get out of the vehicle and, and, and start dealing with the guy, why do you think the guy's going to be compliant? He's already told you he's not in compliance because his license, his tag is jacked up. So you think he's going to do what you ask him to do? I mean, my God, where does it come in? Where's the training to be able to go? Okay, you know what? Step back, live another day. I got the car, so I got the car ready, so let's call the tow truck and then pound the car. But no, I want to go. It's just like I got to prove a point. But then instead instead of doing the right thing, you try to prove a point. Now guess what? Not two lives are impacted. So the officer's got to live with shooting a man in the head because there's expired registration. And then the guy is family. And somebody, like you said, and you, and you nailed it, and I'm going to leave it alone, uh, all off of because your people were on it. What he had to do, why didn't he do what he was supposed to do? Well, he didn't. And why do you think that? All right, so when you go to work and you got people that work for you, do they always do what you're supposed to do? You gonna take a brick and hit them upside the head? You got kids. You tell them take the trash out, and you ain't gonna and they ain't gonna take the trash out. So you're not gonna feed your kids. 
So that's what these officers have got to understand. They have to have better training in conflict resolution. So I'm done with that, Coach. So I appreciate uh, appreciate your comments on that. So as we start to wind down, I got a little sound bite that we want to play, and it just talks about, you know, is 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 putting the time in. You know, no matter what you do, you know, Coach Quick has his job. I have my job. We do the podcast. We thank our wives for supporting us during our podcast. We're believing Mark 1123 uh, for things uh, to come in our lives as it relates to the podcast. But our soundbite uh, is from uh, Ivy Johnson. We are working for something, the beauty for long hours, sacrifice, blood, sweat, tears. The beauty of that, I believe, this is just my personal belief, it does something to you when you compete, mm-hmm. right? If you reflect back on your time, your efforts, and what you put into it, it says it. The harder you work, the harder it is to surrender, right? I firmly believe when you cultivate that over time, if you cut up the right cloth, it does something to you mentally and physically just as a competitor, right? To where every time you step out there, or every time you go into a classroom, every time you go to your job, it does something to you when you know you're true to whatever it is that you're saying. And so you cultivate it over time, I feel, if you're made of the right stuff. And I think you have people along the way that can see it in you when you can, that can help you understand it if you're too young to understand it. You know, sometimes, you know, parents talk, but are the kids listening? You know, sometimes the coach coach, but are players listening? What's your take on that? I, I certainly agree. Um, you know, you, you got to listen to them and put in the work ethic behind it. As Roy Williams used to say, you got to put in the sweat in anything that you do. And that's that's real life. That's on the basketball court. That's going to work each and every day. Put in the efforts. And at the end of the day, it will pay dividends for you. It's just hard work. It's about that life. Let's get it done. That's exactly right. So listen, coach, I just want to, pre- you know what? You know, we haven't had a guest on in a couple of weeks, but you know what? Sometimes I, I like, sometimes I, I just enjoy when it's just me and you, you know, we Absolutely. get in, you know, we get in and we're able to chop it up and talk about some things, but we want to thank our guest that's been on so thus far. We want to thank everybody for continuing to support basketball more in the game. And most importantly, I just want to thank the greatest co-host this side of heaven, he and his wife. And again, their time, uh, their, his talent, his passion, uh, to be able to sit down behind the mic each and every week, talk about sports, talk about life, but most importantly, make an impact to those that we listen to. So with that, Coach Quick, I'll kick it over to you, and once you finish, get us to the locker room. Yes, sir. Well, you know, Coach D, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you for pro- providing this platform for us and giving us an opportunity to come to folks' living rooms each and every week and provide something that we love to do and and hopefully someone or some or or some will get the glory out of our stories that we tell here on air. And I would also like to say to um thank thank your lovely wife for her continuous support as well. And I'd just like to say to any high schools out there in, um, in the surrounding areas, if you're looking for a high school basketball coach, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I say you get Jason Jones' number. Um, he's the head coach of the Sand Hill Cyclones AAU basketball team. Get his number, dial him in, and bring him in to be your next head coach. 
Because let me tell you, he relates so well to these kids in the surrounding areas. I'm talking about Moore County, Scotland County, Hope County, Robinson County. Jason Jones is a heck of a basketball coach, and he he gets the most out of these kids. And he takes them to different levels every summer that I see he's coaching AAU ball. So, man, if you're looking for a high school coach to get you to the next level, get his contact information. Get him on speed dial because he'll, he'll do a heck of a job for you. And I think he can get you to a state championship level. And now, last but not least, definitely the most important part of this weekend. I just like to say happy Resurrection Sunday to each and everybody. But I like to give our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ all the glory. There's a song by Shekinah Glory called Jesus. If you if you if if you hadn't listened to it, I challenge you to go out there and listen to it this weekend, especially because you know what He got up for us. And I just want to say thank you to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And now for Coach Goins, myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym.